Hello, hello, hello. I am Joey Nolfi, Entertainment Weekly's RuPaul's Drag Race reporter and holder of a degree from the Tuckahoe County University of Medical Arts and Crystal Method Table Hammering Sciences. And I'm Jillian Cedarholm, Entertainment Weekly's news director and Joey's content creator. And, and wait, Jillian, you also have, I think one of my, my associate content creators is also there with you today. Um, Lil Pound Cake is in the house. Does she have anything to say? In honor of uh, Lux's iconic dressing up as Alaska in the season five finale viewing for the season 15 finale viewing that we'll get more details on later. I did bring a little pound cake with me today. Let's try it again. Oh, that's true. (laughs) So blessed to have you both with us um we we have been given a special recording permit by the tuckahoe council to broadcast today's episode live from the new mistress isabel brooks infirmary wing of lady bunny memorial (laughs) hospital where every nurse is mib and patients come for revival and healing via the only two treatments this facility offers um prescriptions for blessed nights and also every hospital room playing rupaul's face singing courage to love 24 hours a day jillian i have to know though are you feeling blessed highly favored and cured of your drag delusion today you know i have to admit i did sneak a flask of whatever was in that toilet bowl last week and (laughs) i think i found the cure yes share it with us all put it into the water supply because we all do need a cure from the drag delusion as we discuss (laughs) episode 16 the grand finale i cannot believe that we are at the end of Season 15 already. The grand finale aired Friday night and marked the end of the largest season of Drag Race ever with the crowning of Queen Sasha Colby as our winner. But while that outcome was predicted by many, many, many people, (laughs) I see that Jillian added a stealth note here (laughs) to my script. Um, Aside from EW, over the last few weeks, the finale still gave us plenty of surprises and also copious shots of our very own Jillian closet in the audience, which (laughs) I have been playing on a loop in my head since Friday night. Jillian, is there anything that you would like to blame on the edit after your national TV debut? You know, I really pride myself as someone who never displays true human emotion, as you can tell from my voice (laughs) on this podcast week after week. So I guess it really does speak to the godlike power of Sasha Colby that I was out of my seat cheering and showing genuine enamorment for this queen multiple times on the broadcast. Literally, it was so funny. I was, well, you and I were in attendance at the two different crowning events. Jillian was at the April 1st taping in LA and I was at the crowning in New York City on Friday night where the winners find out who won for the first time. And we will get into that later, but I will say... It was so funny. I was sitting at the front row at this, and it was the largest TV screen I've ever been in front of in my life. And every time Jillian, she was on screen so much. I literally, every time I had to lean over to Medi, my friend I was with, and I was like hitting her on the arm. I was like, that was Jillian. That was Jillian. (laughs) So genuinely amazing to technically be watching the finale with Jillian. That's what it felt like. I think you noticed me more than I noticed myself. So I'm glad that you felt my presence. 
it was it was a lot of fun seeing Jillian on that screen. Um, but we do need to talk about some other things on this screen. This epic finale. The episode began with the iconic runway walk with all of the season fifteen queens returning for one final sachet down the stage. So who had your favorite look of the returning queens and who had your favorite look of the final four? Okay, I'll start with final four because that's easier for me, even though you saw me stand like it was my first appearance standing up to cheer for Sasha Colby, which I did love. But Mistress really had my look of the night. I just loved that material on her gown. I just thought she looked incredible. Yes, no, I fully agree. And I also think that the uh, picture that they posted on the red carpet, like it just caught the um, like the shine on her outfit. It just caught it so well. And the material looks so cool. And the color combination, like a bright, bright, bright red with that gold trim. It was just perfection i also like sasha's i thought there was a lot going on in sasha's um, but i thought the way that she carried it down the runway with that cane was amazing Mm -hmm. i also i mean come on we gotta shout out princess poppy queen of references i mean lux gets the credit for being the reference queen of the season but poppy gets the credit for runway reference queen i think of the season because every single thing that she's done from press week she did that look of rupaul on uh project runway to rebecca glasscock at the reunion to regina george of mean girls here at the finale i mean princess poppy is going to give it to you every time yeah that was a lot of fun um she i i keep trying to remember like in person i think she I don't think she broke a crown, but I think she like had was maybe pretending to throw the crown or maybe she really did. Um, She like really got into it, which I don't think they showed her full back and forth. Um, Irene also throwing the dead butter, like coming out first and throwing out a bunch of dead butterflies. (laughs) I don't know if it read on TV, but that was just incredible and like a great way to start the runway. Um, In that day, though, I think for sure I walked out of there thinking that Selena had won the night with the quinceanera slash cake. Mm -hmm dress i was just like it was so huge like you couldn't she could barely sit down um (laughs) so i thought that was like a really standout look and then also i kept changing my mind because you were asking me after like immediately after the finale like who had my favorite look and i think i said yeah. <laughs> I think at one point i was like oh definitely lucy and then i was like oh, oh no yes, now i did. hate it like i just i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't make up my mind but now that i've seen it on television i thought it photographed really well i i don't like totally understand why lucy wore that to the finale but whatever the reason um i i mean if that had been a runway look i would have absolutely loved it and like having the exposed so, brain amazing Somebody said, I saw some tweet that was like, we finally, we really broke Lucy Maduka. <laughs> she went from Barbie at the premiere to literally a zombie at the finale, which, you know, we appreciate a narrative cinematic arc. But I thought it was also really funny, Poppy dancing to that song by Leland and Orville Peck, like step sidestepping oh. back and forth with this giant contraption on her head like that. I will never forget that. That was hilarious. Yeah. There was one look that we didn't see on TV that completely yes. again. Oh no, I just oh, said yes. Shit. I thought you were saying <laughs> yes. Like, that's like a yeah. <laughs> Leave that in. 
<laughs> now I thought my internet went out again. Okay, I just want to no. I just want to describe and I want to point everybody to the social medias of Akira Chanel Davenport from season yes. 11, All Stars 6. She was in the audience and she really like her look stole the show for everyone who was there in person. She was wearing a orange prison jumpsuit but like a very hit the sleigh button on it um gold <laughs> chains like you're in a prison chain gang and then a the back of it said drag is not a crime and she had the little like what you hold for the mugshot with her name on it and just looked so incredible and you know was wearing it as a a sign of protest which i think really went with the theme of the evening at the finale it matched uh or well, the message that was on aura's fan and i just i love that they they went really all in on on bringing up politics um i know sasha talked about it in your interview that went live on sunday yeah. on this podcast feed which i want everyone to go listen to um and it was just really important that the show knows its place and the uh its platform and was speaking to this all night but i do want everyone to go check out akira's outfit and, and show her some love yes oh the, the as soon as you told me about this i like could not wait i was like going online and, and furiously checking it is an amazing outfit and i really wish it would have gotten some screen time but everybody should definitely go check out akira socials to see this look um but the show did prompt several times like you said for the audience watching at home to scan a qr code and donate to the drag defense fund so we want to point to that again during this very hectic time but something else new this time was a performance from someone who wasn't on this season all-star seven winner and dave's drag mother jinx monsoon returned to sing when you're good to mama from her starring turn as mama borton in chicago on broadway and rupaul also played a flashback clip from Jinx's season five Tic Tac lunch where she said she wanted to eventually do drag on Broadway. And that moment did bring a tear to my eye. And I wonder if this is something that I think maybe needs to happen more often, the show bringing back past winners for a performance instead of just to pass the crown. Cause we all live for that moment when the winner comes back and passes the crown from one person to the other, which shout out to Willow. I thought she looked amazing on the runway as well, but I think that it really would be in the show's best interest, I think, to sort of give a platform to that talent and highlight some things that they've been doing. And I understand that Jinx had a huge historic run on Chicago and Broadway, and not every winner uh, sometimes has the projects like that, that just the timing co coincides with the finale. But I do think just bringing the winners back for a one-off lip sync performance would definitely at least get the crowd going at the very least. Like, come on. So I wonder... If that should be a thing every season, Jillian, what do you think? I think, I mean, yeah, like you said, not every winner is gonna, is Jinx and is going to like have a, a roof raising performance. Just happen to have a Broadway so, show. So yes, I would love to give the most immediate winners, especially when we're we're factoring in both the All Star seasons, since they don't get this kind of finale. Um, it would be really nice to give them a platform. But I think even if it wasn't necessarily the winner, just taking a moment for the show to brag about the immense talent that has yeah. come out of this show and and the other things that they're doing that might not necessarily be 
about Drag Race and, you know, to just show like this is somebody who is now a star on Broadway and like a record breaking performer. And I thought it was really special that Rue introduced her that way as Broadway star Jinx Monsoon, mm-hmm. not, yes. you know, somebody that I that like only is known for this show. And I thought it was so right. sweet when we caught that moment on mic afterwards of Rue saying she was proud of her. That was just so sweet. Oh, yeah. And you could tell that Jinx yeah. also did not. um was uh, like watching that package for the first time and, and reflecting on saying that this was her lifelong dream and she has mm-hmm. now done it and will do so much more. So I thought that was really yeah. special. And in a very interesting twist of fate, Jinx actually forgot RuPaul's name <laughs> on this finale. So we got that as well. Yes. Um, as Ru did last year, she had the top four, Mistress, Lux, Anitra, and Sasha, give individual performances to songs they helped write but did not sing. I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about, oh, was Anitra singing that or was was Lux singing that? It sounded just like her. Like, did it? She was um, singing it in that TikTok yeah, voice. Just that she live has singing been as a TikTok voice. <laughs> <laughs> but we can confirm that was not them singing. Um, that was not them singing. Uh, but Anitra began with her song Lotus, followed by Lux's It's Giving Fashion, Mistress Sasha. Doing Delusion, and Sasha's Goddess, which I believe are all available uh, for purchase or to listen on Spotify or somewhere now. Um, available on iTunes. <laughs> yes. Um, just like this podcast. So please subscribe to both while you're, while you're there. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> um, but so curious for you which one stood out the most as a well you were you were also in a viewing party we don't have the luxury of saying how these read just watching on tv this time which normally we we do so you know we have these like external factors uh weighing in on how we viewed them but what was your take yes i think that well from the way that you first initially described it i thought i wasn't going to necessarily respond as well to Lux's, but I think Lux's actually played really good on TV. And I know the whole room was actually really feeling it in the at the New York City viewing. Um, I thought that that one was pretty was pretty good. But I think my absolute favorite, I mean, hands down, Sasha Colby, she killed it with this individual performance The she referenced her Miss Continental lip sync when she had all of the dancers around her pulling her hair in different ways. I mean, that was something lifted directly from Continental. She came out in this Adam and Eve vibe with the snake going through the Garden of Eden. And I, I mean, it just it, you, you very rarely do you see talent that is just so seasoned and so legendary and has been through this entire industry as much as Sasha Colby has doing that level of lip sync that she has built a career on, on the drag race stage. And it was just really electric to watch on TV and with a room full of people that were just feeling it so much. And I think Anitra, um, I'm not, you know, I don't know if it's because we know that there was some sort of, you know, injury with a dancer prior that, you know, we saw popping up on the internet, but I, I'm not sure that I was as into Anitra's. I like the song. I thought the song was super catchy, but Anitra's, I was like, that was good. But I think the problem for Anitra heading into the finale was that I think she had built up such a spectacular track record in lip syncs that it, it's almost like, how? where do you go from giving the sort of Marsha and Anitra lip sync? And so I think 
the performance any performance that she did after that was going to face some sort of maybe downturn in uh perception but i i still think she did a good job and mistress i thought did a wonderful job as well i loved the moment and you pointed this out jillian when you said in the room everybody was sort of losing their minds when the dancers lifted her up it played the exact same way in the room in new york as soon as everybody as soon as the dancers lifted her up, the room like exploded and went wild. So I thought Mistresses was fabulous as well. Yeah. When I was talking last week with my tease that you made fun of me for just saying it was fun over and over, um, <laughs> I the one that I really wanted to watch back was Mistresses. This, this room oh, so at the good. finale was overwhelmingly a Sasha Colby room, but right under that was the energy for mistress throughout the night from the second she came out on that runway in that gown. And it just did not let up during like, we were all on our feet the whole time during this, when she was lifted, I completely lost my shit. I could see TS Madison losing her shit across the room. It was something that like during commercial breaks, uh, TS Madison was talking about nonstop. Like we were just like living for this completely. And that just, that just moment really when we were saying last week that we wanted to, um, get something physical out of mistress. I think that was like one of your wishes for this finale. And I think she, she did give it with that move. Um, so yeah, like that blew me away. Sasha, I thought was really incredible as well. Um, yeah, Lux just, I guess, I don't know what it was. Like I, I, something about the song was just kept reminding me of and you said like naomi had a similar song so that might be what i was thinking of at first i was like we did aquaria or violet i I, like every fashion queen i was like wait did they sing this so i guess because lux is so so unique and so full of nerve i wanted something that was like slightly more like oh this is like quintessential lux um which i didn't totally get from that um but she's just so so charming um that i was captivated yeah. still and yeah anitra really i i really felt for anitra her um yeah. her i can talk more about finale tea at the end like of the live taping but just that yes like she did her her first dance and one of her dancers had an injury and so they had to recalibrate and part of that was her taking some of her own stunt work out of it. And I think that what she initially did was a lot more physical. Um, it wasn't like tons and tons, but there was at least one move that was so um, intense that her poor dancers and couldn't take it. But it was, you know, I think the kind of like you, we would have walked away being like, Oh, that was the move from Anitra is that we remember the way that we remember mistress being picked up. And so that was very unfortunate, but I think she, um, still pulled it together and i liked the message of the lotus like i think we did kind of yes. need her to explain it in the prepackage a little bit more about why lotus um but i think that was a really nice message of like coming up through the mud and the shit and then being able to bloom was very yeah. nice for her mm-hmm. yeah and i think that she did a wonderful job i will say in new york i think the room was it was a um sasha colby room first and then i actually think anitra it was a uh, anitra room second and then mistress and lux as well but that yeah i think an, it, a lot of people were really feeling anitra i think she did a great job and obviously the circumstances going into it i think she made the best of you know a situation that nobody could have seen coming and was you know absolutely nobody's fault so um i i thought it was a really entertaining finale overall and one of the best finales i think that they've done in a really long time but unfortunately 
as decreed by Mamaru, Lux, and Mistress, were sadly eliminated from the competition before the final two. Anitra and Sasha lip-synced for the crown. Jillian, I know you were such a big Mistress fan of this you know, last performance that she did. So how did that sort of hit you in the room and how did it sit with you? Yeah, I mean, it was disappointing because especially if we're thinking that it's all i mean i don't know we don't we don't know because the judges didn't say like okay this will only be or rupaul didn't say i'm judging this specifically on these performances or on track record or what all it really did add up to i think that this was the result that of the top two that once we found out that was the kind of format this finale would take on i think most people including ew uh would have predicted that it was anitra versus (laughs) sasha um but yeah in the room i was just like you know the mistress performance like it had then been so long since i saw the anitra performance that mistress was also mistress and sasha were like in my mind more recent and i was just like oh my god it had like if it's based on that it's got to be these two um so I think I was like slightly disappointed that I was like, okay, but I know what we're going for. We're going to have like a real dance battle of a, of a lip sync. I'll talk about if I felt that I got that or not later. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So then I, then I think at that point I was like, oh, okay. It's like slightly more predictable of what I would have thought when I sat down on my, in my seat before I watched everything that just happened in front of me. Yeah, I, I I think that it was a little surprising given the reaction in the room that I was in as well that it you know mistress was not the one of the ones advancing. I I almost think that it's this is why I kind of like I mean I love the individual performances because I do think that we get to see their individuality a lot more, but it almost fe- feels like maybe it's it's like the individual performance thing is more of a formality than it is an actual part of the competition is what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. So I I, I don't know, because statistically on track record alone, I mean, Sasha and Anitra did have the better track records than Lux and Mistress. Mm-hmm. So, and we also don't get a judging on this episode. We don't get a deliberation with the judges. So it it does, there's something that doesn't add up in that finale format just from a structural standpoint. So I almost do favor the lip sync smackdown sometimes if the result is as is a little bit less clear as to how they got to that decision. Mm-hmm. But I think that, and I can't say this enough, that this is probably the best top four that we've ever had. And I think it was going to be a painful elimination no matter who was eliminated and who was advancing to the final because yeah. all four of these queens are truly some of the best that I think the show has ever had. So it it just hurt to see anybody get eliminated at that point and especially seeing mistress and lux who gave us such amazing tv yeah, this entire season and were born to, yes and who were just born to do reality tv and these entertainers that they are i mean i'm glad that they went out giving those performances on that stage because they were incredible yeah i think that's almost what hit me the hardest that i was like Oh, we're just saying goodbye to these two people right now that I never yeah. want to leave my yeah. television and they don't they're yeah. not gonna even have a chance to really say a goodbye or do a mm-hmm. exit light or anything. Um and Mistress looks so Mistress looked really yeah. hurt. She really did. Yeah. I think I think it, they were you both could see in her yeah, face. I think yeah. she was hurt. Lux, I mean, we know Lux wanted and like, you know, from <laughs> like the second I ever watched yeah. Drag Race, yeah. I pictured myself of her winning. And so yeah. yeah, that's that's heartbreaking. But I think I'm with you. I think it's nice that we get this like a true showcase of of something really special to them and without comparing it, I mean, we just compared them all, but with 
without really comparing it one on one, like who did better to this like one song, which I like. But but yeah, like when you do it the other way, you're like, well, it's sometimes it's deniable, but usually it's like, well, it's undeniable that person really like, you know, the butterflies died. So like she's not getting it this time. So um yeah, but it, it's just always Sometimes sad. it's deniable. I mean, that's a, this whole that's thing. a Jillian classic. Sometimes it's deniable. <laughs> I mean, we wouldn't have the fans if, if nothing was ever not deniable on this show. Um, but True. one thing that's undeniable is that we got yes! an amazing performance from Cornbread, who returned Cornbread! and for the second finale in a row was wearing <laughs> her face was made up in prosthetics to be some last time it was a beast this time it was a lion um, came out to do a rap about each of the queens and so I did like that we got to see them all again and they got their little spotlight yes. and present Miss Congeniality which went to Malaysia Baby Doll Fox uh, were we surprised by Malaysia's selection as Miss Congeniality I I was actually I I think that I was surprised just because of the because we know that the queens vote mm-hmm. on it and I think the only reason it surprised me was because when we did our first interview with that the group, first group interview with them back in January they were all joking about it and saying like oh Malaysia is the most congenial and I thought that they were saying it because they were saying she wasn't congenial mm-hmm. so I was very pleasantly surprised and happy to see her get the Miss Congeniality crown. I think that Malaysia is just so in tune with who she is as a drag queen and a personality. And she just has an infectious energy that I just constantly want to be around and I want to constantly see her perform. So the fact that this secured at the very least that we will see um, Malaysia on our television screens next year at the season 16 finale, like I am all for it. I just thought I I would have thought that it would have been just given what we saw in the edit. Maybe it would have been Selena or maybe even Spice. Oh, I could have seen Spice and Sugar getting yeah. it just because I think the queens all really seem to um, at first, like the the storyline was that they didn't sort of accept the TikTok queens and then everybody came around to them enough so that Mistress and Malaysia adopted them. So I thought Sugar and Spice could have been in the running for it as well. And Robin. Yeah. I thought Robin yeah. could have gotten it as well. I, yeah. From a storyline perspective is the only way that it it surprised me just because they had yeah. made the fight over Metalgate into such a thing that right, carried over right. yeah. and it yeah. became such a thing that, but maybe that worked to her benefit. Maybe the queen saw like the kind of reaction she was getting on social media, which was so exactly unnecessary from what it was that they like were like okay we want to make sure that everybody knows this is actually a very sweet person um but yeah i also was thinking selena as well just because we saw so many moments that were people open like opening up about their trauma in the workroom in front of selena she was like always the one like selena was half made up (laughs) yeah so i was like oh that would also make a lot of sense but yeah i mean definitely deserved um i think a lot of people um so there I think were several options good options this year so um but it yes. was a nice surprise. Mhm. So the final to close the show with a lip sync for the crown to 
Amy Stewart's Knock on Wood, Sasha hit the stage in a very large black velvety coat, while Anitra wore a sparkly bodysuit with a red glittery heart on the chest. Sasha then stripped down throughout the performance in a burlesque style until she was writhing around on stage virtually pretty much naked, which was incredible. And she explains in very emotional detail why she wanted to do that in our exclusive interview with her on the EW's Quick Drag feed, which you should all check out. But Anitra very surprisingly pulls out a very, very long red silky <laughs> ribbon out of the heart during the performance. So how did we feel about these performances and also <laughs> the song choice? Because I see some people talking online about the song choice as well. Yes, let's start with the song choice. I thought it was, yes. <laughs> I yeah, I would say that I was a little disappointed. I think especially, I, I like the song, but we it's not even the first time we've seen a lip sync to this song. It was the one that Stacey Lane Matthews went out on <gasps> versus oh, Alexis Mateo, right? I think that season. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. So, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to like always remember. I mean, now maybe we will always remember the song for the finale, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't love the double use. There's a lot of songs out there. I know it's one of Rue's favorites. Um, but also like we just made such a big deal about it hitting MTV. Like what is MTV like famous for if you're older than 35 you know that it was for showcasing music so like where is some like i don't know i just needed so i I thought it was going to be something much bigger i guess for like the one one finale like one lip sync song this is the first time in recorded or unrecorded history that jillianne closet has actually advocated against the classic choice and for something bigger and newer um this is i am on the floor right now i have fully fallen i need a nurse mmib i need you to come revive me after hearing this but i yeah i almost think like i and i i think the only thing i mean i was fine with it i thought that the final i thought it was i thought it was a nice song it's it's a classic song it's a well-known song and i thought they both did really well but the only reason that surprises me that it was not a different song was given who the final two performers were and what they have shown throughout the rest of the season. I just thought maybe like as obvious as it sounds like a Beyonce song or something that is a little bit more current and boppier. Although I think Sasha Colby can and Anitra have proven that they can both adapt and do still be excellent no matter what the song is because it's about their talent and not necessarily the song that dictates their talent they just have it so i thought it was a good song i thought it was a really entertaining final lip sync and i was pleased with how both performers pulled it out yeah i i think that i think that was like the expectation in my head was if we're getting another like we're getting the Lala Perusa part two between Anitra and Sasha. And we've now seen all these other things that they can do. I was expecting it to be like, I don't know, like an acrobatic dance battle, like jumping over each other again or something, which I think like tainted my, my view of it a little bit at first. Um, But as basically two individual lip sync performances just taking place at the same time during the same song. Um, I, I thought it was, it was good. I guess it was just like not the one I was expecting. Um, But reveal wise, like I, I am somebody who does, I know that like everyone got sick of reveals for a while after we had some amazing ones and then some that were just like, you know, 
the season 10 <laughs> yes, top four. Exactly. Um, but I was happy to get back to reveals that may well so Sasha's really was timed well to the song I thought and just like when she became like oh, practically naked it like blew everybody away it was like the most naked yeah. lip sync we've had in a long time especially by a winner mm-hmm. um so that was really incredible and the way that she like pulled the rod out to the music I thought was really clever Anitra's reveal I did not see it coming at all. And so for that reason, it just like, it really blew me away. I know that there was some criticism of like, what does that, like, what did this like magic trick of a ribbon of a heart have to do with the song? And I guess I understand that, like, especially during our binge podcast for season nine, Sasha Velour was on with us and talking about just like the intention of what she was going to do no matter like for different songs that it was really going to like go yes. with the song. And so I guess that's in my mind that, yeah, that would make a lot more sense. Um, but even if it was a Beyonce wow. bop or something, I would have been blown away by this reveal. Cause I just, I was like a little kid at a magic show. Like, Oh my God, where's the ribbon coming oh, it from? Was so good. I just think that Sasha though is even if you, if you give Sasha a bop, like she's going to bop, but I, I, um, I think that, Sasha is not that kind of artist that is just going to bop for a bop's sake. Every single lip sync that she does, there is a story, there is a narrative, there is a reason and intention behind it. And it, it, this one, I think you can definitely look at the lyrics and also the what she was doing as an extremely powerful statement, uh, especially with what is going on with trans bodies um, around the world right now. And her telling us in our interview that she wants to normalize trans bodies and she wants people to see, um, you know, a trans body and normalize it. And, and I think that is such a powerful statement to do right now. And I think it was a very considered thing on her part. And, um, yeah, I think it just played really well, both on TV and in the room that I was in the people, everybody was on their feet. I, I just could not. It was one of those moments where I was watching it and I could not, I was trying cause I knew I looked like a crazy person. I was trying to not have this giant grin on my face the entire time that I was watching it. It was just one of those electric TV moments that it's just, you get chills thinking. And about. just, so, and so hot like we haven't had like that yes. sexy of a lip sync like a, a solo lip sync that i can remember like there's been a couple of like yeah. moments where when things got like that the yeah coat. it was amazing she, oh it's just she is a legend and it's it's wonderful and i was so glad jillian to see you on your feet supporting her um throughout this this episode now you know but my I, leg bruises like they were well yes. well earned leg bruises from the intensity yes. of my yes. getting up so quickly yes. that i was hitting my seat over and over um and yes. rupaul agreed uh, Sasha Colby was she ultimately did. crowned our winner of season 15. Um, and it's, it feels like this is one of the kind of rare times where it sat pretty well with the fandom. I know there were a lot of Anitra fans, but it wasn't one of these where it was like, well, no, like Sasha Colby. Like, I don't think anyone can say that she didn't deserve that or that her lip sync wasn't a great lip sync. So it feels yeah. like, um, I don't know, a little more hopefully peace in in the capital T, capital F, the fans. <laughs> capital T? I think capital T, capital F fans. Uh, yes, I, I think that, I mean, everybody's been saying this since the beginning that it kind of just, I mean, the Sasha Colby meet and greet. The season was Sasha Colby's. And I don't want anyone to think that 
in predicting Anitra to win because I I was predicting Anitra to win. I think I was reading too much into the actual technical like construction yeah, of the show. Yeah, you, you made you made a really great more. argument. I don't. I hope that you don't feel any any kind of way about the prediction. No, 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 no. I just think that I was trying to tell myself. I think I was like, they're it, they're not going to make it that obvious. Like, it's is it you know because this whole season has been pointing to Sasha Colby and. I was like, they were giving Anitra a narrative. You know, we got all this story with her emotion and her family and then coinciding with the Rusical. The Rusical episode is where I really started to think like, okay, this is this edit is suggesting to me that it's going to be Anitra. But Sasha's just, I think Sasha won uh, the moment she stepped into the workroom, but I think she secured the win when everybody saw that footage of her in her full drag president attire in that white suit with the red hair in that interview. That was amazing. Honestly, probably my favorite Sasha Colby look of the (laughs) season. And it is probably, and I don't mean pedestrian in like that it's basic. I mean, pedestrian in like she could wear that on the street, just like, you know, out to dinner or whatever. And it was fucking amazing. (laughs) I'm just like, she is such a legend. And I think it's always hard to say whether or not the right queen, quote unquote, right queen is the right queen to win drag race. But it really did feel like for the moment for her performance on this entire season, Sasha Colby winning just feels right all around. And I am very glad that she did. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a question. We didn't discuss this beforehand, but I keep thinking about this and it's really hard for me to yeah. answer because I have only watched the last couple of seasons live. So everyone else I'm like, well, I, I find out they win. And then I also know all these other things about them immediately after. So, uh-huh. but I keep thinking about, um, because you always do such a great job of asking the winner about like what they plan to do. Like, this is a big platform. Like, what do they want to do with this? Is there, are there winners that you feel, um, a, like did, a a I don't know, like did with that platform, whatever that means, like did the best job of like, uh, <laughs> using the win either to their advantage or the communities, mm. like what they did with the win. Cause I really like, I mean, especially I started watching this during 12. I love Jada, yeah. but it was during pandemic. So that was really hard versus yeah. Simone, who I think really did like use it to like go to every single thing, really get out there, spread a message and like really did a great job. But like in past years were, I think I started thinking about it because Willow came on and, and like shared what an incredibly difficult personal time she had had since yeah. winning. And it kind of broke my heart. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone stand out to you from the past? Yeah, I think everybody, I think anybody just taking the crown and continuing to do their art is a win for this community and representation. But I do think that the people at, and I'm only going to speak to the ones that I have sort of asked that question mm-hmm. to since starting to cover the show, which would have been since season nine sasha was the first interview or winner that or now no, we I'm have sorry, to distinguish between two. winner sasha's <laughs> yeah that's true oh my god yes we do um but all stars two alaska was the first in season winner that i interviewed after their respective uh compet- time in the competition and i think i'm gonna say if we're just gauging it in terms of visibility and getting out there and and i, I think it would probably be trixie jinx simone and I maybe Shay as well, I think too. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monet, obviously. Um, I think Monet and has not only 
become just an amazing performer and has diversified the type of performances that she does. Like she's traveling the country doing stand-up comedy now, as yeah. well as opera. her live <laughs> podcast stuff with opera and doing her live podcast stuff with Bob. But I think Monet is a really great example of somebody who doesn't sort of get boxed in by winning a show like this, but uses it as a platform to become a businesswoman, an opera singer, a live performer, podcast host, actress, TV star. Like Monet is doing it all. And I am obsessed with Monet and the career that she's built for herself after the show. But yeah, Simone, I think, did it in the shortest amount of time because she was at the Met Gala you know, <laughs> yeah. like very soon after she won. And she was in bros. She, I mean, how talk many show other appearances, like talk everywhere. show appearances, how many other drag race Queens have gone on to appear in a major studio funded romantic comedy and a supporting role that quickly after they won RuPaul's drag race. Like it just, it doesn't happen. And again, jinx, I think we're seeing her wear this crown so proudly and, Unfortunately, I do think it took the show putting her on that stage to get the rest of the industry to take note of her and Mm -hmm. get to where she's going. But I mean, she's appearing in Doctor Who. She's going to be in a fucking main role on Doctor Who. Yeah. I mean, after being on Broadway, she is, that is incredible. And Shay also just joined the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) How uh, she's going to be on the Ironheart television series. That is huge. So I think every queen is the right queen. And they, and just by performing, whether it's, you know, Willow, Sasha Valor, anybody else there, they, that is a win and for representation in this community. But it really is impressive to see how far some of these queens can take the title and with their careers. So yeah, hats I'm, off to all of them. Yes, for sure. And cannot wait to see what else sasha colby does agree she has her sights set on she said her own one woman show so whether that means tv or on the stage uh, it's yet to be seen sasha colby's drag race um jillian so i am very curious about any other fun things from the taping that you want to talk about when you were there on april 1st because i have a few from the new york city screening <laughs> yes well it was April 1st, which is April Fool's Day. And so I wasn't Thank really you. there. Thank you for no, that history lesson. <laughs> no, yes. but you were really there. <laughs> yeah, surprise. I was lying this whole time. This no. Um, and I think the the one prank that was pulled on us was this I mean, this is a TV show. I grew up in the LA area. I've been to plenty of TV taping, so I wasn't going in thinking this was gonna be a real time live finale. What, what are you laughing at? That you called it a prank. I just love it. I oh. can't wait to hear what you say. I have no idea what you're going to say, but I'm very excited. No, I, the prank on us was just that it was a like I I call like I equated this multiple people afterwards that this felt like Drag Race Firefest. Like it was a complete like it was a seven hour taping. It was they once you know we got we got there and they gave us a they let us have a little drink and then they closed <laughs> off the bar and like locked locked the doors. Did you love that drink, Jillian? I love that drink. <laughs> Well, if if I had known that I should really just treasure that drink because I would not be consuming a drop of water or any sustenance for the next seven hours, I probably would have really cherished it. But no, I mean, it just it was a TV show. Things were happening that were out of out of control of anybody. Um, And so it was a very long, hungry 
taping like inner you know normally something like that energy well, would be you want to make a little joke uh yeah i was gonna say well jillian as our goddess Whoopi goldberg <laughs> once said that's tv yes. baby <laughs> that's tv but the thing that really though impressed me was I mean, there was like a, a bunch of people in drag, queens from previous seasons. There was a lot of fans, people who cover this and so are maybe like a little more jaded. We all sat there for seven or eight hours. Maybe we bitched about it later, but I don't think the energy ever truly dropped. Like we were still on our feet uh, during that lip sync. Like we were so blown away by these queens and what they did. And that, and so I think that was... Um, just credit to like how fabulous this top four was. What a great finale it was. I think like Jinx like really did knock everyone. Um, like, you know, it was like standing the entire time for Jinx. It was so exciting to see her and it was, it was really great. But yeah, I mean, I think the, the one real hiccup was the dancer thing, which I think really to the show's credit and the queen, like, I really want to give them props. Yeah. Like I know we're always shitting fans are always shitting on the show for the, for the edits. Um, but I think like they really, the, even though we were there for seven hours, whatever, like the amount of time that they actually took from the Anitra's dancer blowing his knee out to having to recalibrate every single one of those performances. They all were down one dancer. One less dancer was lifting up Mistress. One last dancer was pulling Sasha Colby's braids. And they like turned that around so quickly that it's still like you couldn't tell. It was seamless. Um, so I think that was really impressive. Jillian, what would you have done if you had to sit with Ooh. me for seven hours if I was able to attend this? Um, I <laughs> you would have you would have hit yourself in the knee with a hammer and had to go to the hospital and my, leave. Yeah, that was, that was my. I'll take the I'll take the knee damage. No, I love speaking with you, Joey. This is <laughs> this is my favorite time of of day every week. Getting to talk about Drag Race with you, but I'm dying to Likewise. know how it felt. To be in the room and to see the actual crowning in front of everyone. I'm not going to lie. like, And I think you can even hear in the interview that I did with Sasha, that is the first time ever that that has happened to me in an interview where I actually had to be like, okay, mm. like you're making me cry. <laughs> I know Tamron Hall says that every day on the Tamron Hall show. She's like, oh, you're making me cry. And I was like, I will never be that. But no, it did, it was a very emotional evening just because it's it's when you're in a room full of people that are so behind somebody and it doesn't feel like it's not like a sports team it's not like a you know at the oscars where it's just this entity that you know everybody is sort of bound to with their fandom it is a person and a person whose victory means something not only mm. to that person but also to this community that a lot of people are a part of in that room and it was a very emotional crowning because sasha's victory means so much she is such a part of this industry and when just seeing willow who was the first trans winner of a regular season of american drag race get to pass that crown to the second trans winner of a regular season of american drag race was just and knowing that the first overall trans winner of any american drag race kylie was like it's such a close fr personal friend of sasha like they used to live together it just there was so much going into that moment and the entire room was on its feet so many people were crying it, it was also, Kathy Najimy showed up. She just, <laughs> Kathy Najimy was just randomly there. I remember I looked off because I was sitting in the front row and I looked off to the right of the stage and I see this woman just like, like she's just so excited, like walking, giving people hugs. And I turned to Medi and I said, Is that 
is that Kathy and Jimmy? And I pulled out my phone and zoomed in. And sure enough, it was Kathy and Jimmy. Kathy and Jimmy came on stage. She did um, introduce a few. I think, oh, I forget who she introduced. Did she introduce Mistress? She might have introduced Mistress's performance. Um, but she lifted up her shirt. and what, Excuse like, me? Yeah, oh, yeah. She lifted up her shirt and just showed her bra. I missed it. I didn't see it with my own eyes in the moment. Somebody told me after. But like, because I was filming... I was looking at my phone screen and I was filming Kathy and then I turned to the right to film whoever was coming onto the stage and I saw her arms move and I was like, what? I was like, what the hell was that? And Mehdi was like, oh, she just lived. She like, yeah, she just fully like flashed the crowd, her bra. <laughs> and I did not see it with my own eyes. But yeah, I, for- I forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> You did not share that with me. I completely forgot to tell you that part. Um, It it just came back to me in this moment, right? Just at this very moment. But yeah, it was it was wild. It was full of. It it was like a totally. It was at the Hard Rock Hotel, and can you imagine if I was like it was at the Hard Rock Cafe in New York City? But no, it was at the Hard Rock Hotel. It was a very nice space. We it was just fun because that was the first time outside of last year that. Well, that last year was a little bit smaller, but this was like a packed room. Sasha Valor was there. Miss Malice, who is also part of the uh, Nightgowns show that um, Sasha did with Sasha Colby, was also in attendance. Candy Muse was there. Alexis Michelle was there. It was it was just a really fun evening. And so much happened that just made it feel like a full experience for Drag Race. And there was so much love in the room there. And I also tripped over Willow Pill's dress. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the roof and they were taking their photos. And I was talking to Medi behind me and I was not paying attention to where I was going. Fully tripped over Willow's dress. And Willow did not notice. But I did turn around. I said, I'm so sorry, Willow. She, yeah, she didn't notice, but. So Willow also flashed the room thanks to you. <laughs> no, her dress, it was a very long train. It was a very long red train. Okay. Um, I also love the dance that Willow was doing after Sasha was crowned and everybody was chanting, Sasha, Sasha. And Willow is just like, she has her arms just go inside to side. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was really exciting. And I, I want everyone to once again, please go read and listen to that interview with Sasha. It was really great. And and our winner's post has your video from Twitter of the, the speech and you can see the Willow little dance. So please check that out because it was very fun energy. Thank you. Jillian. No, no footage of, of uh, Kathy flashing, no. but I have a we'll video of Kathy time. speaking <laughs> and uh, you see my phone turn to the right. And apparently that is when it happened. <laughs> Um, and Hard was- Rack Cafe. <laughs> Hocus poke my eye out. <laughs> Are we sure it was a Neo Vardalos? <laughs> it was not Neo Vardalos. That is it for our finale recap, which is our final quick drag of season 15. Thank you all so much for tuning in and letting us infect you further with Drag Delusion for three consecutive months. But... Stay tuned for more throughout the year. Quick Drag isn't going anywhere. We have some very exciting things coming up in the next few weeks, including our regular recap return when All Stars 8 premieres May 12th on Paramount+. Plus. 
So make sure you're subscribing to our feed so you don't miss any weekly updates. And please also rate and review us right now to help us on our recovery journey at the Mistress Isabel Brooks Infirmary Wing. We have lots of fun stuff coming your way, and we hope you'll stay tuned in the weeks ahead. Don't you all love when I give Jillian? What? Hold on. What's that, G.I. Joe? something to say. I have to, like, put her crotch up to the microphone for this Iconic. <laughs> Until then, for the final time of season 15, Jillian, energy, we say, have a blessed, have a blessed night. night. We still can't get blessed away. Blessed again. <laughs> this is blessed. It's like you're at a Salem witch trial. Okay. Well, we did just talk about Hocus Pocus and Kathy and Jimmy. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. We have to send this off. We have to properly send Can we do a countdown? Countdown. Yes. Three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one. Have a blessed night. Have a night. blessed night. <laughs> you said blessed this time. <laughs> well, you have a blessed night. Quack. I love that drink. Quick Drag is hosted and produced by Joey Nolte and Jillian Cedarholm, produced and edited by Sammy Junio, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. There's weather. Cloudy weather. Ooh. <laughs> Cut the cameras.